0: You are now listening to wave a sound.
1: Welcome to episode 70 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members-only subscription tier on VersusMikeHistory.com. Like I'm rapping, I'm performing my video all my shit better than all of these niggas. How about every freestyle? I have, have more book? career.
2: I have but I could walk and I'm iller than all of these. My legs is longer than all of these niggas. But it's like, all right, cool. I'm just doing my shit. And they try to push you to the side and keep doing that. And it's like 10 years late, I'm still here, bro. My career has only been doing this. Only been on. It's niggas who was the hottest shit in 2012, <laughs> where the fuck they at right now. Niggas push me to the side and give me, no, that other nigga weird, uh the uh and we no, can no, go no, no, and i'm fucking here right now right now skin glowing pockets heavy garage silly house dumb looking for a lake house right now Clancy my fucking witness all my niggas good family good healthy the shit i got come on stop fucking playing with me i don't even I talk it. like this but niggas keep doing this talk to them niggas on the internet message board niggas they they'll trade their life for mine easy stop fucking talking to me
1: Peace, family. We are back for another episode of Versus Mike History. We're here for episode 70, which is crazy. Hit another milestone. More blessings, more opportunities, and um, more room for growth. So we continue to move on. I feel good. I hope you guys feel well also. I hope everybody's doing what they need to to stay safe and um, healthy, you know. Coronavirus, pandemic, variants, all that jazz, do your research, do what you need to do to stay safe. Um, what else? We got some topics to get into this week. Um, I don't think I have anything specifically to touch on. The summer is, the summer is coming to a close, so that means that hoodie season is around the corner as well as cuffing season. And uh, whatever other season you may be anticipating, I don't know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, uh, all that jazz. But fall is almost here. Um, And yeah, I don't know. Do with that information what you will. This is my birthday month, so I feel like I'm just going to try to enjoy it as much as possible while still being responsible. And... Um, yeah, just counting down on days until vacation. Um, I think that's pretty much it. We can go ahead and start. Let's get into the show. All right, as always, we got to lead with love. And I just want to give a shout out to the homegirl, Nadira of the Gumbo. She threw her last sample Sunday event of the summer over this past weekend. And, um, I had the opportunity of attending and it was a great event. You know, it was a bunch of beautiful black people enjoying themselves, dancing to great music, and, you know, just networking and being in the community. And, you know, that's one of the things that her platform, The Gumbo, is about. And you guys should go ahead and check her out because she's pretty awesome. And, yeah, shout out to her. And we're going to go ahead and move on. All right, guys, so for the Black Spotlight this week, I wanted to highlight um, Ego Tequila, Texas's first female black-owned tequila brand um, that has debuted in Dallas. And I'm getting this from the Dallas Observer, so bear with me. Uh, we're excited to see more alcohol businesses coming from the black community, and we're curious how this concept came about. So we recently caught up with founder Ricky Kelly, this driven 26-year-old Fort Worth native, started working on te- um Ego tequila at just 24, while also balancing a career as an accountant. She told us she knew this would be a challenging endeavor since the spirits industry is a male-dominated and difficult to begin with. But she was determined to see it through. Call it a healthy dose of ego. Um, And then it gets into an interview, which I won't go into any further details to. Uh, but shout out to her. Shout out to Ricky Kelly, man. Um, first of all, the fact that um, this is the first female black female owned tequila in the state of texas is absolutely insane um but nonetheless congratulations to her uh in addition to that the fact that she's doing this at such a young age while also balancing another job is also amazing you know um it goes to show that you don't have to choose one path you can live as many as you like and i think it's wonderful that she's getting her business um, to the level of the attention where you know um, citywide publications are uh, showcasing her brand. And it's really dope. So shout out to this young woman again, Ricky Kelly, founder of Ego Tequila. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our topics. And for the first thing on the docket, I have here from Travel Noir that... The first Black Travel Expo will be held this fall in Atlanta. Uh, the, verse, the very first Black Travel Expo was coming to Atlanta's Marriott Marquis this fall. According to Travel Pulse, this event, which is the only travel expo f- of its kind for Black travelers, will take place from October 14th through the 17th. It would allow It will allow travelers to network with influencers and leaders in the industry and learn more about travel and vacations. This expo was created to fill a void for services accommodating black travelers that was discovered through a 2019 study conducted by the Black Travel Alliance and MMGY Global. Uh, The BTE is a one stop for black traveling public to learn about new destinations within the United States and internationally, said Maurice Foley, founder and CEO of the Black Travel Expo. That sounds very cool. Um, I think I'm going to try to hit that, man. I think I'm seriously going to try to go to that because, you know, one of the main things that I wanted to do when I created this podcast was uh, create lifestyle content uh, in terms of like traveling and food and culture and stuff like that. Um, It started with interviews and it kind of turned into like weekly news topics, but it was always meant to be more than just that. And I'm doing both of those things. So it just sounds really cool. And, um, and, you know, if you're interested in it, let me know or, you know, just pull up, I guess. But this sounds really cool. And, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. All right, next up, I have here that insecure showrunner Princess Penny inks multi-year overall deal with Disney's Onyx Collective. And I'm getting this from Shadow and Act, so bear with me. Princess Penny is headed to the uh, Mouse House in a new deal Shadow and Act has learned. Penny has inked a multi-year overall deal with Onyx Collective, part of Disney Journal Entertainment. Uh, Penny will produce, write, and direct new projects for Disney's platforms, including Onyx Collective's home, Hulu, through his company, uh, A Penny for Your Thoughts Entertainment. Penny, his company's president and partner, Chris Pollock, and A Penny for Your Thoughts development exec, Alex Solar will support Penny with the new deal. Um, Prentice and his company will have the ability to develop projects that he would produce, write, and or direct himself, as well as develop and supervise projects from other writers. Shout out to that black man for Secure in a Bag. Insecure is an absolutely amazing show that we are about to get the final and amazing season of, hopefully. You know, every season has been amazing so far, so I wouldn't assume any less of it. But, um, yeah, congratulations to this black man securing a bag with Disney, being able to produce the content that he wants to produce um, on any, or well, set given platforms. Shout out to him. And let's keep it moving. Okay, so moving on. And I got some more news that um, you kind of just had to be there for. Uh, so last week, Twitter announced that they would be, or maybe more than a week ago, Twitter announced that they would be getting rid of their fleets, um, basically, which is the Instagram story equivalent to the Twitter platform. And um, they announced it by basically apologizing for introducing it in the first place, uh, which, you know, is understandable because we didn't ask for it in the first place and now you're getting rid of it. Um which no one also called for, but it is what it is. And people took this opportunity to post very, very wild things. Uh, and I'm going to get this, uh, I'm going to get this article from Blavity off real quick. So bear with me. Twitter made fleet Nick a thing and it's hilarious and inappropriate as you would suspect. Twitter is officially saying goodbye to the platforms fleets, which, were either short videos, text, or pictures that could be uploaded by users. The elements were then scheduled to disappear after a 24 hour period, similar to Instagram's stories. Although the platform announced the feature would no longer be available to some users, um, be available, some users made it clear that they are not ready to bid farewell to the feature. In honor of the feature being removed, Twitter suggested Fleetnik become an annual holiday with fleets making an annual appearance for 24 hours on August 2nd. As Fleetnick trended on Twitter, users celebrated its last 24 hours posting explicit content. As expected, users posted videos of ultimate thirst traps in their birthday suits during the midnight hour. So, once again, black people do what we do best we make things in. And, um, you know, we made Fleetnick a thing. And if you were there for it, you know how it went. It was pretty wild. And it's now a thing of the past. So um, it's not one of those things that was like a huge deal, but it is one of those things that you look back on and you're like, I was there for that. I remember that. And if you were, shout out to you. And we're going to keep it moving. Okay, I got some homegrown news for you guys. Um, Nork's Guaranteed Income Experiment takes its next steps and receives 1,200 applicants. I'm getting this from tapinto.net, so bear with me. The program is aimed to help Norwich residents uh, stave off economic insecurity by putting money directly into their hands with no strings attached. First broached by Norwich Mayor Roz Baraka in 2019, the idea of an income pilot program was welcomed into the city where more than a third of residents live below the poverty line. While universal basic income is a government government benefit that aims to reduce income inequality through direct cash infusion a guaranteed income is often targeted planning to expand the program one step at a time city officials launched the newark movement for economic equity in may at city hall commencing a two-year research study about 400 individuals will will randomly be selected by researchers at the university of pennsylvania to receive twelve thousand dollars over a two-year period and bi-weekly payments of $250 over two years, or a lump sum of payments of $3,000 four times over two years. That was a mouthful. I apologize to you guys. But um, essentially, the program that they launched in May has been successful based off of the research done by UPenn. And they are expanding it to 1,200 people, which is absolutely amazing news. Um, It goes to show that universal basic income is an idea that works across the board. In my personal opinion, I think it's something that is going to be um, needed, necessary to be adapted to um, American life in general, moving forward, seeing how big these companies are and how they're willing to manipulate, yada, yada, yada. I won't get into that bag, but you guys get what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I love people of my city being able to survive and not only survive, but thrive in the city that they're Living in or the city they may have grew up in, so um shout out to everybody involved, and let's keep it moving all right guys, and last but not least, let's go ahead and get into the verses that happened last week. Woo. so as we know, uh the locks and dipset came together to present a verses event um this was at Madison square Garden um There were a lot, a lot of people in attendance, I think about 16,000 I heard was the number floating around. Um, A lot of celebrities were in the building. And of course, the locks and dipset. A lot of people had a lot of different uh, guesses as to who would win this versus going into it. I heard a lot of people saying dipset will win. Um, I heard a Decent amount of people saying that the locks would win as well. Um, if you saw what if you saw what I saw, you know who won. You know you saw that Jada Kiss and the Locks did what they needed to do on that stage, and they completely obliterated their competition. Um, nevertheless, to say it was still an extremely entertaining event on both ends. Dipset still was present. In the battle, uh, they performed over their songs nonetheless, but they still performed and they still were entertaining. Freaky Ziki is probably the greatest um, background man of all time, you know, extremely entertaining and isn't on one song, but we all know his name. You know, how often does that happen in a rap group? Uh, you know, Jada Kiss looks healthy, Chic looks healthy, Styles looks healthy. Um, you know, and breath control was on point. They played mixtape joints, they didn't even play all the hits. They baited Dipset into letting them play all of their female records back to back to back to back. You know, um they had they went in with a plan. They were prepared. It was performance art. It was it was it was art. It was art. Um one of the things I wanna highlight surrounding this versus is the aftermath of it. Uh, the aftermath commentary provided by Fat Joe which was absolutely hilarious um, the story he told surrounding this event is kind of amazing you know he broke it down like yo this is a major hip-hop historic event which I agree with him 100 percent by the way it was funny but um, nonetheless true he was like yo this is a hip-hop event this is like you know going to the park and seeing." all the old heads rapping in or going or being able to go to one of the underground hip hop parties. Um, It was one of those types of things, you know, it was one of those things where you wake up and you wish you was back there again the next day. Um, And, you know, that's, of course he adds his own flavor to it, but it was, it's a great Instagram live. You should go check that on on YouTube. And um, yeah, you know, it was a great event. Uh, this versus thing, I wasn't sure if it will last once everything started opening back up. But, you know, with the acquisition by Triller and the um, the addition of putting fights before the event and changing the night that the events come on, which was the weekends before and has since been changed to um, weekdays, like a Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on which battle it is, and, um, you know, the strategy has worked in its favor extremely well, uh, and, um, you know, I just hope to see more verses in the future, better, better shows, and people who just come to prepare, uh, who people, excuse me, people who come prepared to perform, you know, you're not coming to sit and let your music play all the time, depending on who you are, and if maybe you are just coming to let your music play, But if your competition isn't, then it's going to show negatively in the outcome of the event. So you should probably come prepared. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got on that. And, uh, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get into some new music. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I spent a lot of time outside this weekend. So I didn't hear a lot of the new music that dropped. So I'm just going to go over what kind of came out. Um... So in terms of singles, we got some new stuff from KSI and Lil Wayne called Lose, Lil Tekka and Gunna called Repeated. I actually did hear that song, I like that one. Uh, something from the Godfather of Harlem track called Please Forgive Me featuring Swiss Beats uh, and Larry June. I didn't hear that, I'm gonna check that out. The Weeknd got, has a record out uh, called Take My Breath. Um, Tiara Wack has Walk the Beat. Anthony Hamilton, Love Is the New Black, Georgia Smith, um, which I'm guessing is a remix, maybe. Oh, uh, all of this Georgia Smith with and and Guilty Beats, and um, some more Godfather of Harlem songs, Swiss Beats, YG, B A and Gigs. That's called Waiting on Me. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, some new future. With a uh, DJ Swamp, Izzo called three cell phones. Nas drops his album off King's Disease Two. I'm upset because I haven't listened to that yet, but I've heard high, um, high praises of this album. I'm still on First King's Disease. You know, this was this was a this was a very quick turnaround. So I'm very surprised that this has come out. I guess I'm just not mentally prepared for it, but nonetheless, it's out. And, um, yeah, Young Nudie drops his album off called Rich Shooter. Um, What else we got here? Uh, Tanase drops off a project. Is this an album? Is this an EP? I believe it's an album. Uh, She drops off an album called 333. Go ahead and check that out. Fredo Bang, Murder Made Me. Go ahead and get that. Vibes Cartel, Born Fetus. I'm guessing this is an album or an EP. You never really know these days. I just call them projects. And that is all I care to report on. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so that was pretty much um, all there was to new music. Like I said, I didn't really get to listen to much. Um, And the Donda album did not drop yet. So there's that. But Kanye did um, have another listening event at the Mercedes Benz Stadium he's been living there uh making the album he did a live stream prior to the uh second stream of the album uh where he invited people over to come listen to it and the stream didn't have any sound so you couldn't hear it but you saw people's reaction to it uh a lot of people I didn't actually get to listen to the stream either (laughs) but um I heard a lot of positive reactions to the music that Kanye um is about to put out, so that's a good thing, right? Um, a lot of people still are uh hung up on his antics of the past, and you know I can't be um bothered i mean I can't be upset at that by any means because you know he did do a lot of troubling he did do a lot of troubling things. Uh, During Trump's run and, um, you know, it's just not taking accountability and just Kanye being Kanye. But people are people and music is music. Um, uh, And yeah, that's pretty much all I have on music. Oh, and I wanted to report on one other thing. I don't have this in front of me, but uh, 21 Savage has been tapped to... um, for the main single, for the lead single off the Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi album, uh, Shang-Chi soundtrack, excuse me, Uh, which I think is huge because that marks his second um, movie soundtrack that he's worked on in one calendar year. And one of them is a Marvel film. So shout out to that young man for securing bags. And it is a rap on music, I think, right? Yep, that's pretty much it. All right, so I've been telling you guys that I haven't been watching a lot of shows. I've been telling you guys I have been listening to music either. But I've been telling you guys that I haven't been watching a lot of shows. But um, And I actually had to catch up on some Rick and Morty. I haven't seen the last two episodes of that, so I can't tell you how the season is going thus far. Well, up to this point. Um, but I did get to see the new Suicide Squad movie, so I'm going to talk to you guys about that today. Um so, The Suicide Squad, which is a 2021 film directed by James Gunn, written and directed by James Gunn. Is a DC film, stars Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, um Robert Kinneman, I believe his name is. Uh, I hope I'm getting that right. And a bunch of other people. Uh, John Cena as well, and a bunch of other people. Viola Viola Davis and a bunch of other people. So, uh, yeah, this movie is kind of a backdoor reboot sequel to the 2016 version of Suicide Squad, which starred Will Smith and Margot Robbie and Jerry Leto and a bunch of other people. Uh, But this one was actually fantastic. Uh, It had a lot of heart. It had a lot of violence. You can tell that James Gunn had a lot of freedom to do whatever he pleased with these characters, which is a great thing to be able to experience as a viewer. Um, Everybody showed up for the role that they needed to, um, and it provided a lot of twists In terms that, you know, you wouldn't, I guess that you should expect going into a Suicide Squad film, but that still throw you off. You know, Um, I'm not going to get into any spoilers because I don't do that. Um, But, you know, the, the movie is hilarious and it makes up for the damage that the first film did. Now, I'm hearing that it hasn't done really well. Uh, in the box office over the weekend which you know honestly uh a lot of other movie pundits like to go over the numbers of how well something has done in its opening weekend because that's what we've been used to based off of uh how hollywood was before the pandemic but post post pandemic it just makes sense to release a, a movie um through a streaming service in addition to its theatrical window because of health safety. Um, we just have a lot of things that we need to focus on, and opening movie theaters isn't one of them. However, the movie industry has to continue to move uh, move forward, and that is the purpose of these streaming services, after all, to make uh, films more widely accessible. Um, but to get back into the film, uh, Every character gets their moment to shine. We don't focus too much on backstories, but we do get the backstories of a few characters. Um, I don't think that anything was specifically retconned from the last film, you know, Uh, which is why people have been having the question of, is this a direct sequel or not? Um, In my personal opinion, I would say it isn't. But it is a progression of the characters from the previous film, yes. Um, which I don't know if that counts for anything, but it is what it is. Um, the story is so much better, so much better than the first film. and I didn't want I didn't come here to compare um, this film to the last film, but that's kind of all I have to uh, that's all I have it to have to compare it to. Um, well, I guess to compare it to other DC films, it's one of the best DC films that has come out to date. Um, I think that if we would have gotten something like this earlier on in the timeline of the movies that they've put out, put out, then we'd have one cohesive universe rather than whatever they're trying to do now. And um, it wraps. It wraps really well. You know, We don't have any um, weird endings where shit just kind of, like, ends abrupt, ends abruptly. Uh, and we get very important character moments, like I said before, um, all throughout the film. You know, we don't... We get a lot of funny moments in where characters get to shine and be hilarious, but we also get moments where... We also get very serious moments and, um, you know, very mom- uh, a few moments that make you all emotional inside, so... Uh, Overall, I would say that this is definitely a step in the right direction for DC. Uh, They've already announced that they're keeping James Gunn uh, around to create more projects with him. There is already a Peacemaker series uh, planned to arrive to HBO Max sooner than later. Um, I don't think this comes as a surprise Well, it may come as a surprise to anybody, which is why I'm reporting it. But, um, yeah, they are developing a Peacemaker series for HBO Max currently. And, yeah, all in all, this was a great experience. It's not a movie you watch one time. And also, for what it's worth, it's also a film that I would say you should probably go see in a movie theater. I watched it at home, and I want to go see it in a movie theater really, really badly. But I'm probably just going to watch it on my couch again. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. All right, guys. So as always, send topics, questions, music, and movie suggestions. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History and on Instagram and the fan base app and TikTok at versus Mike History. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike History. You can follow me on Instagram at last name history. Please subscribe to the website versus slash Members only for my exclusive archive of interviews and bonus content. We have a lot of stuff coming up, guys. I promise you. We really do. And, uh, you know, donate. We got some merch coming out. So look out for the shop opening up on the website as well. I really want you guys to not miss out on this content that I'm putting out. I really do. You know, let's get these subscribers popping. But let's go ahead and get into our sound selection of the week. I have here raindrops by gold link featuring flow millie so go ahead and enjoy that and be blessed black people
3: here that new vibe, type to make the move stop, I don't follow rules, I
0: just break them and call yeah, Call me on my cell phone, hate when you leave me alone, I don't like to Instagram, I don't like when you be out, I just want your finest home, I know exes hate me now, can't take you, so they hate you now, all, all I, I hear, hear is raindrops,
3: yeah. I won't range with new nope. top, when I post the new stop, if I post my news, I have the word like, ooh ah, this right here that new vibe, type to make the Follow rules,
0: I just break them and call my Baby. I don't like these boys, I don't like these cameras, I, I don't like- the and rats, they remind me of the cops. Fuck the apps, fuck you right. Make sure that I dig you right. Keep your ass up all night. Bedroom feel bed like fine night. Hold it, hold it, hold on tight. Baby, I write the dice do a die. When I met you, suicide. It's alright, I don't die. I just wanna, I just wanna make your mind for the night. For my life, live like twice. On my eyes, move away, move away like far away. Hold your hand, hold your hand. Then we pray. Then you stay. Then we fight, then we fuck, then we fuck, then we fuck Then I like, then I love, we conceive baby, All I hear I is
3: raindrops, I won't range then with new top When I post the news, stop, if I post then my news I have
0: the world like, ooh, ah, this right here, the ooh vibe Type to make then the move. move, stop, I don't follow rules I just break them and call mine All I want is raindrops, I just want a range I want me a new watch, I want me a new Cap your new.